Hi there, and welcome to Not Just Reality, a podcast dedicated to good, bad, and maybe embarrassing TV. Hi guys, and welcome back to our podcast. I'm Tamara. And I'm Jade. Hello everyone. Um, This week we have a special, special little something for you guys. We are covering... Do we? (laughs) I mean, kind of. We're covering The Bachelorette, but also Married at First Sight. I don't know if anyone realized, but the first episode of Married at First Sight, season 13, aired this past week, a whopping two hours and four minutes. Woo! Wow. I think, like, live it was three hours if you watched it when it actually Oh, my gosh. I think... Well, bless y'all. But if you, <laughs> jeez, Oof, you it know. was tough. It was tough, you guys. Like it took me like two days. So, oh yeah, me too. But I feel like we finally got somewhere in the end. I yeah, was I was like, man, this is taking some time. Um, but yeah, so we're there. Um, so I do have a few updates. Actually, I have some bachelorette oh. updates. Um, for oh, you tell guys. us what are you saying? So, What's going on? So after this past week uh, with The Bachelorette, we're going to get into that. But Andrew S. um, is eliminated. And there was this whole back and forth with him or whatever. So I got on the Instagram streets and saw that there were some problematic tweets from him um, in his his yonder years. Shocking. (laughs) Such a shocker. He's still very young. Yeah. So I think these were from like 2014. 2014. So technically... He's, He's 26. So can you, uh, someone it's do like the math for us? Ago. So he'd have been like 19. Okay. So, and these were, I was just like, uh, a lot of people said they were like fat phobic, racially charged, mis- misogynistic. And I was like, okay, well, I was expecting to hear like awful things. So I'm going to read these and, you know, let me know what your, what your reaction oh, is. Do you have screenshots? Yes. Ooh, we need to post those. Don't forget. Do not forget. Um, so one tweet was from 2011. It says, you, it was, a, he was replying to someone and it Wait, says. Wait, you said 2014. 2011, that's 10 years ago. I mean, I was 16. I think these span from 2011 to 2015. He's a minor. We can't hold him responsible. Okay. Well, Go one ahead. of them says, <laughs> you got a STD, you nasty African. <gasps> the next one is. Darrell, stop talking to fat hoes. Then the next one says, that income taxes be black people real Christmas. The next one is, at Kendall Jenner, you're just jealous. I'm going to be the next Reggie Bush in that family. Mm. And then, oh, this is one from 20, from 2020, January 13th. Bruh, Trump, bruh, Trump is hilarious, dog. And then on the 14th, he was adding someone says, Matt's going to marry a black girl. LOL. So I don't really know. Like, there's another one that I don't really understand where he's talking about his friends. And he says, so tell me why I come home and there's a white woman in Darrell's bed, in Darrell's bed. LOL. And then someone says, Andrew, did you get the sloppy seconds? And he responds and says, you know me, size 17 Bernard. What? Then there was another one where it was like some black kid, um, a a picture of a black boy. 
And he says, this is not me. This is some Ethiopian kid. So I don't really know, like, I, I was expecting, like, awful tweets. And I'm not saying that these are good, but it, it just sounds like he was a child. Like, I, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. So I found out about this on the back, the Black Bachelorette's Instagram account. And they were just like, we need to hold Andrew accountable for his, you know, misogyny and anti-blackness and then apparently Justin also had some problematic tweets as well I haven't found these yet um but of of similar I guess topic like I don't know I mean I don't know thoughts um I'm looking at them now well in 14 where he's saying let me be the next bachelor ah I feel like (laughs) as a possible 16 year old writing these things, I just, I don't know. I feel like every time someone gets into the spotlight, people go and search through their tweets Mm -hmm. of everything they've ever said. And at some point I want y'all to like delete these. Like we we're going to do it. So please do something about (laughs) it. (laughs) It's just like, you know, at the time when Twitter was popping at like the ripest Twitter moment, when people were on there tweeting their every thought, you know, unfiltered, drunk, high, under the influence of anything. And then people are holding you accountable for that now. And like, I guess that's fair, but this isn't, I don't think this is the worst we've seen. This isn't antebellum photos. So, I don't know. It's not great, but... Yeah. I don't know. Why don't people delete their tweets? It I don't know. It seems like no one does. I mean, it's not like they were great, but I was also, I was expecting him to be like, when I heard all of this anti-blackness, I was like, well, damn. I thought he was going to be like, black women suck, and, you know, this is gross. No, and... I didn't really hear. I mean, sometimes, I don't know who he was adding in that tweet about the African. Or yeah, like, say, I was just some Ethiopian boy. It just read it's... as just very juvenile. Yeah, it's like, okay, is that was that person African? I don't know. But, I mean, if somebody said, like, you dirty-ass American, would that be? Uh, I, I don't know. know. So that was that was a little bit of things. And then a, little, a few other things, because this is about to be a long episode, because I want to wrap this up. So oh, Katie, um, she apparently, and I don't remember this watching this, which is why I must really be in and out of The Bachelorette when I'm watching it. <laughs> but apparently... Um, she and Nick Vile, whichever episode that was. Oh, no, I'm sorry. This was an interview on a podcast. Thank goodness. Because I was like, man, I oh, missed this whole I conversation. Like, I missed that? Is he in the bubble? Okay. But uh, it was for an interview on his podcast. And so they were talking. And somehow Africa came up. And Nick asked her if she could name four countries in Africa. Damn. And she was just like, I can't. I don't want to do this. And he was just like, what? And she was like, all I know is South Africa. So then Nick goes on to name like several countries and she's just like, oh, my God, you know, I've just lived a very sheltered life in Washington. Oof, girl. Mm-hmm. So then I don't know if you remember Maggie or yes, is it? Ma- I Maggie. Yes, it's Maggie. OK, so she like, I guess, said some things on Twitter. Maggie I mean, on is Twitter. for Matt season, y'all. Yes, for Matt season, who is, uh, I believe, Ethiopian. 
or Eritrean. I believe Ethiopian. Um, I don't remember which one. And so she was just like, apparently a whole bunch of people DM'd her telling her about the interview um, and why she didn't mention Ethiopia since that's where she was from and that's her season. (laughs) And she was just like, it's funny because Matt is half Nigerian. (laughs) So she was just like, you could have named Nigeria and Ethiopia. But she was just like, it's totally fine. So then Katie responds to like her saying this and she's just like, um she just didn't want to look stupid and she just didn't want to say the wrong thing and some people are offended but like i'm fucking stupid and i just don't know what to tell you and she just blanked out so then i think a lot of people responded and were just like why are you so defensive and i just first of all i i don't understand how in 2021 the only country you can name in africa is south africa even if you're like put on the spot did she say south africa yes that's it that's all she said was south africa but even if you're put on the spot like i I mean like how like do you not watch the olympics like i I just don't even understand like there are so many other i I don't understand how we don't know any countries in africa like i'm really confused i i mean to me, this seems like he was baiting her. And I think she was just trying to avoid the trap. Like, somebody, you're on somebody's podcast and they ask you something that's particular, like, mm, particularly controversial. Like, oh, you white woman, can you name four countries in Africa? And her saying, like, I prefer not to go into that. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like either way, there was no way for her to come out good in that. Maybe. I mean, she could have named some countries Unless in she. She could have, but with those, like, she said South Africa, that wasn't good enough. If she would have said Nigeria or Ethiopia, they would have been like, well, that's because of Matt and Maggie. Do you know anything else? Um, I just don't know. Or if she would have said, like, oh, Morocco, they would have been like, hmm. Mm. I, I just, I mean, if you just tell me four countries in Africa, that's all I'm asking. Just name yeah. four countries. But so why, I don't why was that... Why was that the conversation to ask? I actually don't know. And that was my thing. Like, I didn't have any context as to, like, why they were even talking about that. I was just like, where is this coming from, y'all? Like, this is weird. Um, Exactly. This reminds me of those viral videos where people are, like, having the microphones and they're going up to people asking them, like, random information. Yeah. Don't know shit. I have no idea. So I was just like, this is a strange question. But honestly, like, I'm not shocked. Like, Katie is very, I don't know. We'll get into it. But she just doesn't seem like the brightest and that's, I'm just gonna leave it at that. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised by the conversation going that way. I think she was just trying to not have that conversation. Mm-hmm. But I feel like everything just gets blown up more than it needs to be. Like, people in these reactions to things. Well, and I guess maybe for the Bachelorette people, they were just like, okay, or the Bachelor Nation was just like, okay, but you knew Maggie, who was from Ethiopia. And then you knew Matt because mm-hmm. you dated him, and he's his dad's Nigerian. So I don't know. Well, yeah, and Blake <laughs> works in Africa. And Blake works in Africa. So I'm sure you guys have had some but. conversations. So it's like, but now after all that information, you still don't know. I, I, I'm kind of just like, okay. So it's like, I don't know. It just seems petty to me to ask her that. But well, maybe it came up about. It might up. have come up about Blake because if he is doing oh. work there, they may have been like, oh, are you gonna tra- Are you gonna travel with him, or would you consider traveling with him? And then maybe it was like, whoa, you know, what kind of countries do they have? So I don't know. I really don't know. And I guess I don't know the context. But yeah, it says this was just like a year. Uh, this is like part of their Q&A. Oh, OK. Um, okay. Well, yeah. So that know. was really it. I mean, those are the two things I, I saw the streets brimming with uh, for The Bachelorette. Mm. 
Uh, Married at First Sight, I mean, I didn't really see much other than like what's going on in this past episode, but we'll get to that. Um, what do you want to cover? Start? I was just about to ask, do you want to cover Bachelorette first or Married at First Sight? I feel like we should start with Married at First Sight first since they usually take the longest to cover and then we can breeze through the Bachelorette unless you feel like you want to do Katie first and get her out of the way. But oh. Katie, this was a different episode for Katie, so... Yeah, mm. it was. So maybe we should save that for last because she, this was an interesting episode. You're right. <laughs> so we'll start where? Where do we want to start? Uh, we can do Katie last. Okay. Okay. Married at First Sight is back. We are in Houston and we start off, I think we told you guys a little bit last time about the kickoff special of the characters we're going to mm-hmm. have. The, the, char- the cast will have. Characters. Characters and cast. They are Some characters. are characters, some are cast. Um, we start off 14 days until the wedding. We kind of jump right in with everyone telling their friends and family they're going to get married in two weeks. We start with, is it Mirla? And Gil? I Mirla, think so. I can't. Mira, Mirla, it's so strange. So I don't know. There's an L in there. So I'm going to say mm-hmm. it's Mirla. Okay. Um, so Gil's chatting to us. He's telling us a bunch of stuff he's already told us. How he's uh, Colombian, 100%. He wants 90s R&B love. He talks about his job as a firefighter is really difficult mentally. I'm sorry. When did he already tell us this? On the kickoff special, I believe. Oh, oh so we're... Okay, so for those who didn't watch, because I was in and out. <laughs> yeah, on the kickoff special, he mentioned being a Colombian when somebody came to his house and they were playing with, like, maracas and another mm. instrument. Okay. Um, and he's like, yeah, I love dancing and stuff like that. Um, he's very big into his culture, and he wants someone to kind of be like that with him. Um, he talked about his job as a firefighter then, too. So his dad was killed in a home invasion when he was 14 in Colombia, and I think that really impacted him. So... That's what I got from Gil on this segment. I was a little bit in and out at this point because I was cooking, truthfully. Um, and then we meet Mirla. We saw her already, seen her already. She's 34. She identifies herself as, self-identifies as bougie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she says she's ready for her family. She's really high maintenance, in my opinion. She gets her lashes done every week. I've never had my lashes done, but I'm sure they last longer than a week. Um, she likes facial. She likes Botox. She gyms a lot. Um, she likes to wear like matching outfits to the gym. She also says she grew up poor. She wants someone who's strong in their faith, tall, dark, and hand tall, dark, handsome, and bearded. She does not like bald guys. Which spoiler alert, Gil's bald. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I got from them. Did you get anything else? Um, so Mirla, I is she Latina? <laughs> Are we just assuming? She didn't uh, say she's something. I mean, yeah, we've like, never got any like cultural background from her. Um, yeah, I don't think like, I have. I know she said she's from the valley. I think she said that. Um, oh, she's I, from the valley. I thought that's what she said, but I don't know. Okay, so then she might be Mexican. But I just I couldn't tell. Um, I'm sure because, we'll find out. I'm sure he'll ask her. Well, yeah, because when she met with all her friends, like for brunch, they were all black. So I was just like, are you like Afro Latina or are you just Latina? Like I don't know. I couldn't tell. Um, she says that she's a diva with a big heart, and I just don't see the big heart yet. Um, I, don't, I don't care for her that much. Yeah, I just, I mean, lashes usually is like an hour procedure. Um, so the fact that she's doing that weekly. I didn't really like the video of her just carrying all these bags, I guess, shopping bags. 
it was a lot with like yeah the i think it's again belts. to perpetuate this high maintenance thing of she well she says like she lives unexp- or she pays for her own things and she wants to continue that she's not mm-hmm. asking someone to do it for her um but that's kind of the gist of her she's mm-hmm. like this, this well this. and she also didn't say anything about a career so i was just like what do you do <laughs> We don't have a lot of information on her. She just, yeah. I think it's all like superficial so far. Yes, like her. I was just like, but honestly, I'm going to tell you, I'll, I'll tell you something when we're not filming. Uh, okay. But, um, <laughs> so yeah, so then that's all I have about her. It was just strange. And that whole brunch was weird. And I was just like, this is strange. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. there's a brief moment where Pastor Cal cuts in and he, you know, he's cutting in in between each of these things, mm-hmm. each of these couples. But this is... In this moment where he cuts in, he admits to matching people outside of their requested looks. So even <laughs> though Mirla has told him <laughs> exactly what she wants, he's like, well, we believe that people can um, come together over other things and blah, blah, blah. Child, so that... this is when I was like, we've been through this before, Pastor Oh, my Cal. God. We Chris. We went through this with Luke and that girl we can't remember her name ever. <gasps> he Kate. never learns Kate. he never fucking learns when people say that i'm not attracted to this specific thing or i prefer this kind of person we give them something else it doesn't go well <laughs> and later on in this in this episode we learned these weddings are in the month of january of 2021 mm-hmm. i believe so this whole chris thing should have already fell down fallen yeah down it should have by this point we should have learned our lessons what i was thinking throughout the show but girl i mean if i tell you that i'm not interested in men who have a receding hairline and then you give me a man <laughs> with a receding hairline it's like but i told you that's not what i want and like nothing's gonna change that but i mean todd well uh well okay she so like, she's she's just she's strict she strategically said i do not want a man with a bald head so then you give her one and she's like but that's literally what she says she did not want so already he has like one issue to overcome and it's fit yeah. and physical is so important well that's the thing like i feel like if somebody as you're matching these people and picking who to match if you're, if these people are going to be this high level of picky, like yeah. we have this season, like I don't want someone who's bald. I'm like, look, girl, I don't know what to do for you because you're 34. A lot of yeah. men have, you know, gone bald by now. I mean, I do think you it's strange. I, like I would never like if he's bald. Like I don't care. Like again with the receding hairline, it's if not that's a receding. I'd be like, just just cut it off. Like it's fine. Like it's fine. <laughs> so like I just don't understand like why she doesn't want to. Ba- I don't know. Just so much about I her. Know. I don't. Understand. I'm here for the bald and the bearded truth. Yes. Too, how, I mean, yes. <laughs> As am I. It's a vibe. Like, what's the problem <laughs> it's, here? It's a whole vibe. But Mila's not like us. So she's, she's, she's her own woman. Um, yeah. And I guess we'll see how, we'll see how this unfolds with them. I don't know. Okay. about to unfold poorly. He seems, he, <laughs> he seems like very, very like full of life, like playful. Yes, exactly. And she seems like very like, it's about to be a disaster <laughs> like he is so free just so you know he he's a firefighter so i already know he's not making a lot of money like, let's say maybe like that's the thing too that they mentioned he's he's making you know firefight money and she's yeah, making he, yes he's making that whatever. and i don't know what she's doing because she didn't tell us what she does but she i can already have, tell I didn't get it. Like I I did. Like everyone else mentioned their careers a little bit, and she did not. So I was just like, I don't understand. Um, So I just, I'm, I'm concerned for that couple, and I think it's gonna be a disaster. So, 
Yeah. We'll see. So our next couple was <sighs> Michaela. Mika- am I saying that right? And Zach. Michaela. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, excuse me. Mirla is a leadership coach who works with children. Leadership coach. So that sounds what like does maybe that church. Church. <laughs> I think it I might know. be maybe, education. Maybe but what? Sure. I think that's education. We'll, okay, we'll see what she does. Yeah, because I think he'll, he'll ask her. We need some more clues. It's something that she clearly didn't want to state. So I'm wondering. That's why I'm, I'm wondering if it's education. Because mm-hmm. maybe she was like, don't Google me. Like, don't look me up. Houston is big, but it's not. So yeah, um, um, I'm oh, curious. Maybe. That could be a good point. Girl, okay. find you. This is, this is not <laughs> so the show Mika- to be on if you don't want to be found. Girl. So Michaela and Zach. Um, Zach, uh, I, I, get, I don't. I don't know what his career is either. It says here in the notes that I took, his parents are super accomplished. He's a 27-year-old. He plays piano, very athletic, and he's Mm -hmm. wanted to be married all of his life. His parents have been married over 28 years, and out of, like, all his friends and family, he's the only one that's single. Uh, He said Mm -hmm. his longest relationship was nine months. Um, Before that, it's like five or six stretches. He says no one lives up to his expectations. He says when he thinks about his life, he has an image of coming home from work and seeing his wife playing with the kids. And that's what he wants. Um, Mm -hmm. I suppose his future wife, I guess his wife doesn't work because why would she be if he's coming home from work? Wouldn't she be coming home from work? Hmm. (laughs) <laughs> i don't know he's another one of your one of your people he's from baton rouge apparently. yes yeah so he is um nice on him so then uh we cut to him and his family or maybe i don't know the editing was really weird so i think they actually showed the family I first hate the editing on this show. <laughs> and then they were just coming in and out with facts about him then keep cutting to the family it's so weird y'all need to go to some sort of like pr- production school or something i don't know but it's just bad um, so they're at the dinner table, his mom and his dad are on one side, him and I think his two brothers on the other. And so he tells them that he's going to be married uh, in two weeks. And mm-hmm. his parents are just very like, whoa, what's going on? Which is strange because they, they're being filmed and there are cameras everywhere. So don't they, didn't he tell them this? <laughs> I don't know. I'm always so, it's so interesting when parents are like, oh my God. It's like, but didn't he just tell you this because yeah. he told you like, we have to film the scene? Whatever. Uh, so then, like, his mom starts crying, and she says she doesn't want any random girl for her son. I believe he starts yeah. crying as well. Um, yeah, it's like everybody's crying. Yeah, I'm everyone's nice. crying. Um, my notes about him were that he seems like a really nice guy, the cutest dog in the world, but oh, a, I love the dog. A smidge immature, but he is twenty-seven, so I don't know. It's a lot going on. <sighs> yeah, I think he's. I think he's very handsome, mm-hmm. but with his immaturity, I think there's, like, he has a lot of insecurity. He seems like he's really, like, self-critical. Yes, and we get to that towards and, the end. I was like, my word, yeah, Zach. I think that's really, <laughs> I find that to be, like, really unattractive. I mean, but, it's tough. Like, as he's saying, like, well, I wanted to be married by... 25 and I'm 27 <laughs> and I've never been in love. And I'm like, you're saying yeah. goals for yourself. Like, well, and the goal relax. is like the longest relationship. And then we get into it more because he's at, I don't want to jump ahead, but just the questions he's asking, I'm like, what made you sign up for this show? <laughs> Other than he you seems... just want to be married. <sighs> the package is there on the outside. The inside it is, it is. Like 
he needs he needs some therapy for something. I just I again I just I want y'all I just want y'all to go to therapy just a couple sessions before you come on to television because it's about to be a ride. That it's should be, be mandatory. Before they match these people, they should be like, okay, or when they match these people, they should be like, okay, you have two weeks. You know, we're gonna <laughs> put you in therapy during this whole process, this whole mm-hmm. eight weeks or the whole ten week process, I guess, from the time you get matched. Yeah, you know, I will say therapy once a week. I actually looked up um, Sondermind, like that therapy group. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. matched me with two people, and I was like, I don't like these people. And so Did they were just like, request to rematch? So they're like, if you don't like it, just give us a call. And I'm like, why do I have to give y'all a call? Can I just click a button and be like, I don't want these people? Send me new people. You can't? No. They say you have to contact them. And I'm like, oh, no, nah, I don't gosh. care. But I may okay. try again. <laughs> but anyways. Uh, just try again. What was I saying? Who are we on? Well, Zach, Sondermine.com. I'll send it to you, Zach. Sondermine, um, Talkspace, BetterHelp. Anything. Help. Um, psychology today, your local mental health resources in Houston. I mean, you're in Houston, so like I'm sure you've got a plethora of options. So, and you could probably find a black male exactly. counselor in Houston if that's what you're into. There's exactly. a lot more diversity. So yeah, so since college, you can see anybody in the state of Texas. Zach, There's we're no here excuse. for you. We're here for all. We're here for everyone. You know, if you want to DM us any resources, <laughs> I'm rooting for this man. I think he could be phenomenal. I think he could. He, he seems lovely, and he's got a good. He's got a good family, a good support system. So we'll see yeah. how this works. So I then, like him. I'm just scared. So how do you feel about Miss Michaela? Uh, Michaela. I think her Mac. I'm calling them Mac and Zach. Mac and Zach. Interesting. So Michaela. Well, I her, talk about Michaela every time I made a note about her. So her like, story is. Her story is really interesting. So. She has. Yeah, what did you get? Because I didn't get anything. It was a lot of just randomness. Okay, I, it's hard to follow her. Okay, so she has three she's sisters. She's yes, she's thirty. She's a realtor. Um, at one point, it sounded like she said she was super shallow. At one point, and then she put on weight. Did I make? Did you hear that? Oh, I didn't catch that. Like I, I was, I was in the middle of cooking. And I was Honestly, it was just it was just very difficult to follow her. And then at one point, she says she mm. was homeless, and I was just like, "So, like your family or just you?" Yes, I think it was just her. How? How? You know, one thing that bothered me about this show, as as we're going through these introductions, is everyone's talking about their struggle, and I'm not sure why we have to highlight that. <laughs> With every single person. Um, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. Like, I appre- I can appreciate people's background and history, but mm-hmm. it seems like there's an emphasis on it with yeah. each person. Yeah. So, at some point, she was homeless. I don't understand how you can be homeless when you have, like, a family that... I don't know. Like, you have three sisters. I don't know. Because Chris was homeless, too, remember? Right. I'm like, how are y'all... And I don't mean to ask this, you know, like, I'm not being flippant, but how are y'all becoming homeless? Is it by choice? Like, I just don't understand. So we keep going Is with her. Is couch surfing considered homeless? I consider, like, homelessness or, a spectrum a little bit, but. Yeah, like, it's, it, it depends. Because, again, three sisters there, they all seem, you know, like they've got things going on. One was married, so I'm just like, what's the issue? Like, I don't get it. So then we get to, you know, more more trauma and more heartache. Um, her life could have turned out very differently. Her dad was killed by a drunk driver, and he mm, was an excellent yeah. example of love. She also gives us a yeah. quote uh, about how people say that she's very refined. And she says, people from the hood can be refined. And then she, like, cackles. So I don't really know, like, what's she, going on. She has a really big smile. 
And I'm really she's glad that she has nice teeth because she's lots of energy this all, month. All, all 32 of her teeth. I'm hoping that with this couple, um, I'm hoping she'll like encourage him to relax. I'm not sure he'll exactly find what he's looking for in her mm-hmm. because she's mm-hmm. she's a lot, and I think he's easily scared. But, yeah. Um, so I think I think I they know. could I think they could work as well. I think it's just gonna. Yeah. I think she's going to have to come down a smidge and he's going to have to come up a smidge in terms of like yeah. energy. And that's you the know. thing. These experts always try and do this whole opposites attract thing. Oh God. Not like, can we just always. normalize like not pairing opposites? Like, yeah. I think if he had a nice, like not that she's hard, but like if he had someone like closer, I was going to say a nice soft woman, but she's not <laughs> hard. She's soft. <laughs> but, soft woman. If he had someone like a little more kind of reserved like himself, I feel like that would be maybe more his cup of tea. But I don't know who he's dated, so he might like somebody really outgoing. Because this girl, he's going to have his it hands full. And it she's older than him, so she probably be like, come on, youngin, let's go. Oh, Lord. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> do you want to cover Bao and Johnny? Yeah. Okay, so we have, we start with johnny johnny's 35 and he's picky and (laughs) he's been single for seven whole years um and he mentions some things that had him putting red flag emojis so he likes for girls to make the first move he's afraid of being vulnerable Mm -hmm. and he wants like a really really clingy girl like the highest level of clingy he wants to know you're into him before he ever shows you any emotion Mm -hmm. i don't like that well Um, he he actually he he says some things later on the episode that like mm-hmm. I understood why he said that and why he does that and I think he realizes why so yeah. it, it was a in lesson this moment, where, it just sounded yes. like red flags yes in this moment I was like oh my god but then later on I'm like okay so yeah in this moment I was like <laughs> whoa this is intense yeah so then we get to Bao she's super type A Bao is, is she 33? I think she's 33. 35 oh, I had that she 35? was 35 Okay, sure. That makes sense. That fits. So she's around the same age. She's super type A. She likes spreadsheets. We also have to hear about how she grew up poor. Mm-hmm. And they go into it kind of bit with quite a bit with her. And she's saying she lived in this trailer that she was really ashamed of. And she would like walk past it when she got off the bus so other people didn't know where she lived. Mm-hmm. Um, she's very... She was stressing me out as she was talking. Not about this particular thing. Well, just a little bit, because, like, spreadsheets for everything. She mentioned having, like, spread... She just wants to stay organized. I was so stressed out. (laughs) I love her. I think she's so great. I was like, oh, (laughs) goodness. She is... Homegirl is... I don't know. Then she started talking about, like, the men she's dated she gave dr viviana a list as we girl, saw the kickoff i get it of, of all these men and i was like this girl is well yes she's whew. she's yeah, not that stressed. bad you guys she's not that bad tam is kind of like that y'all she's i am i love Val. <laughs> like i literally put in my notes i love her like in all caps i appreciate her personality um, I thought it was interesting. She's growing on me. <laughs> the first thing she says when she's on camera is Dr. Pepper ambushed me and the experts have found me a match. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> I was like, she ambushed you. Exactly. exactly. But I love These it. Words. I love, I love the drama. <laughs> but, this, um, this word choice that she has. But her brothers did say, um, cause she's the only daughter. I think there's two brothers. Um, 
And they said that she's. Name is Dow. Dow. Yeah. And they said that she's very courageous and that she needs someone who's going to be flexible and patient. And I was like, I love this. Bow, I love you. I love you, girl. She is smart, but she is. Both of them seem highly anxious. And I think that's what was stressing me out. I was like, oh, breathe, everybody. Everybody breathe. Just chill, chill, chill. But I was like, she's she's in her head a little bit. It's not that bad, guys. I don't know why Jade is acting like this. I think they're going to be great. On. They're going to be great. Okay. I think they'll be fine. But move on to Brett and Ryan. Okay. Um, did you appreciate Dr. Viviana's Pocahontas look? Because it was, I did not <laughs> actually, <laughs> did not appreciate it at all. I was like, this is weird and like appropriate. That's funny because this is not the first time she's, I think she wore it on the kickoff special and I was like, what the hell are you doing? Oh, I didn't like it. So, I was like, girl, If you guys stop. haven't seen it, Dr. Viviana has like this one shoulder yellow dress and she's Ugh. wearing a blue stone necklace with like a side ponytail braid. It, it's, if y'all have seen Pocahontas, you will instantly pick up on it. Yeah, it's literally it's the, like, the, it's the it's DVD. The Pocahontas look. <laughs> Yes. Now I'm not sure why she's in character. <laughs> That's why I was like, what does this mean? Like, I just didn't like it. I didn't appreciate it. I wonder, it. I'm like, was this was this intentional? If it was, why? Yeah, like, why? Out of why? all the looks I've seen her do, I'm not sure. I'm, I don't know. Just the cosplay is <gasps> confusing. I was like, we're not, like, it's we're in Houston. It's very out of place. We're being serious. This is, <laughs> these are people's marriages. Get serious and stop it's dressing insane. up like a Disney princess. Uh, so oh, we get to hi, Ryan. Gracie. We get to Ryan. Oh, Gracie says hello, you guys. We get to Ryan, who this is the person who you, who needs to take a chill pill. Shit. This, <laughs> this is the person who needs. Too. Y'all need to worry about Jade. Put that I'm concern on him as this well. Man. Oh my God, oh. Uh, poor Ryan. So he is a serial dater. Um, he has the cutest dog as well, a doodle. Um, he yes. says that. He's been on he's been on fifty dates in the last four years. My God. Ooh, that's exhausting. Okay. When you know you know, just get out. Next. Um and then he says that eighteen months ago he lost his best friend and that made him value time with people that matter. And so I believe he's from a small town outside of Houston or probably just in East Texas. because uh, he says he grew yeah. up he grew up in the country, four wheeling, rivers, fishing, pigs. Um and he loves to cook. He thinks that he's very romantic. He loves the movie The Notebook. And so his family came over. And this is where I felt like his anxiousness like kicked in a notch. And so you his, see his parents, they made me anxious too. Girl, I, man. So his, his mm. mom and dad are there and then his sister. His sister seemed a bit more easy breezy, but still a little bit like, I don't know. I get the vibe that that's his older sister. Oh, but okay. That makes sense. I'm, I mean, it wasn't confirmed, but it seems like he's the baby. Like he yeah. felt like when the family came in, he like fell into like a baby role. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they've all taken care of me. So then he tells them that he's getting married in two weeks. You know, they found him a match. His dad says, Lord, Lord, I could never mm-hmm. imagine. And already I knew I was like, this is about to be a bad, a bad conversation. Mm-hmm. So he's saying, you know, I think his sister was like, oh, I hope they find someone like this and someone like that. And the dad says, why can't you just be a normal son? Girl, I wrote yikes. Because the mom, the mom piggybacked on it and was like, yeah, we just want you to be normal. And he's like, you don't think I'm normal? Oh. And dad's like, well, not when you're doing stuff like this. And I was that, like, what oh. the hell, man? <laughs> this poor man, his confidence. 
just looking at his face i was like oh my god i just wanted to hug him i was like ryan fuck them okay like they don't they don't matter see exactly exactly why i'm worried about him too by the by Uh, he's a teacher and a volleyball coach bless him he's originally from new jersey poor guy but yeah, it seems like his family might be a bit of an obstacle. But he seems like really soft mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. like loving, like wants to be in a relationship. Bless I'm ex- I'm happy for him right now, I guess. I become and, more concerned later on in the episode. Yes, I do as well. And honestly, the person that they matched with, I actually think could work if mm-hmm. some concessions are made. Okay, so her name is Brett. I actually... Her. I think she's gorgeous. I don't know why, but I was just like, she's so pretty to me. Like, just the hair and the eyes. Like, I was really into it. Um, And so she's having her friends over to announce that they found her a match. Her friends looked very snazzy as well. Um, This one white girl had these, like, claw, like, blue nails. I was like, oh, these are the the cool girls. Okay. This is Houston. These people did not come to play. (laughs) I was like, everybody on this season is nice. <laughs> it's very refreshing from last season. My God. Um, but Brett is 33. Um, she has a dog also. She's His a name's vo- Baxter? Yes. I think everyone has a dog now that I think about it. They got except, some cute dogs this season. Except for Rachel. I don't think she has a dog. Um, but she's a volleyball and softball coach. Um, she's a Scorpio. <laughs> she's She tells us she's a Scorpio. She says she's a little crazy. Um, and she has not had sex or kissed anyone for two years. Mm-hmm. And she also likes a notebook. So I actually really enjoyed her. Yeah. So, so I don't know how I have high hopes for them because I really do like both of them. But yeah. she is not like I don't think she's going to be what he's probably traditionally used to or like what his family would would like. Mm. I would agree with that. By the way, when I told y'all what Brett did and where he was from, I mean, what Ryan did and what he, where he was from, I was reading Brett. That's Their names are interchangeable. In oh, because I was like, Ryan is from the country. I was like, he's from East Texas. So that's why I was like, where did Jersey oh, girl, come from? Correct me. Okay. Ryan was born and raised in Texas, <laughs> and he's an oil and gas liaison. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she's, from, but, she's originally from Jersey, and she lives, okay. Yeah, both of these are unisex names, in my opinion. So mm-hmm. I just don't know them well enough yet. But, but yeah, I love Brett. I think she's going to be great. I think she'll be great as well. And then when we get to this next couple, I'm a little. Ooh, okay. Everything was going <sighs> great. I mean, everything wasn't going great because I have concerns about Jill. Jill. Gil and. Who the hell is Jill? Mer, Merla. <laughs> I don't even know. Merla. Gil and Ma- Marla, Marla, Marla. Marla. But this couple here, I am very concerned about. So this is Rachel and Jose man so rachel jose is 35 yes uh if you want to take over rachel i can handle jose (laughs) let me see okay Ooh. okay so rachel meets with her mom and her best friend um what we learned about rachel is that she has lost 35 pounds Mm -hmm. in the course of the pandemic so we see her like at a CrossFit kind of a gym. We see her running. Mm-hmm. She's cooking. Um, she says, you know, usually she cooks enough for two people, but since it's just her, she has to eat the same thing the next day. Which, hello, <laughs> leftovers are not bad. It's fine. It's okay. So that's what you have to do. <laughs> she's like, I don't. She, she's like, I'm cooking for two. I'm so lonely. I was like, girl, it, it's it's okay. Girl. It's fine. <laughs> when I had to cook for like just me, I would just like cook less. I just wouldn't eat as much. Yeah. Like, I don't want to get in there and cook. But I also but, eat um, leftovers as well. Like I'll eat. Them all week so it's fine that's, it's fine 
Mm. Okay. So she mentions that, I guess, at the start of quarantine, she decided to quarantine with a boyfriend who she later found out was unfaithful to her. And I think that's Mm -hmm. when this whole um, taking care of yourself thing came in. Right. So she says she's always been really accommodating and insecure and... Her family or her mom and her best friend, they kind of make a lot of negative comments. Like, mm-hmm. what if this thing goes wrong? Think like they're just, you know, putting it all on her before we even finish this dinner. Mm-hmm. That this could go really, really bad. Um, that's kind of all that I got from her before Jose entered and like took up all the space. Yeah. Um, I did say I heard that her friend said that she's way too accommodating and that she needs to speak up for herself. And because of that there is why I'm extremely concerned about Jose. So She's a doormat, yeah. Or she's Jose, been a doormat in the past. Yes. So Jose is 35. Ooh, man. Mm-hmm. Let me take a breath. Okay. <laughs> uh, we're at dinner with his blended family. His mom and dad are there and also his stepmom. Um, and he tells them that he <clears throat> has been matched with a um, person and that he hopes that she's perfect. Um and has the list of traits that he prefers. So then we get into all this B-roll of him just talking about his accomplishments. He's got a bachelor. He's got his master's. He's a flight specialist for NASA. He owns two homes. He has everything that he could possibly want, but he needs a wife. So we also see him, like, walking out of a church. At first I thought he was a pastor because I was like, is this his church? Uh, But I guess he's just a man of faith. Um. So he says that he's a perfectionist. He hasn't met anyone that's on his level and he's very spiritual. He says he wants an ideally perfect wife and likes things done right. And he says, and I quote, a lot of these women nowadays may not want to do half of the work, but I need someone who's going to give 50-50. Now, first of all, who are these women nowadays? Does anyone know who these women nowadays are? Who is he talking about? I mean, he's the one, the same man who, at the start of his little segment here, rattled off all these accomplishments, indicating to me that you are kind of flashy. I'm getting flashy vibes. Well, mm-hmm. I feel like he's flashy because he told me he bought two homes. He paid off his student loans already. Yeah. And, and paid off he his paid truck. off his truck. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, so you're sp- you're spending money and you want people to know that you have money, but you don't right. want people to, you don't want to give your money to anyone. Yeah, what are you saying that, like, you he can't, he has, it gets worse, you guys. But my thing about Jose is that when he talks, there's something happening. And I don't, Mm. I I don't know what's going on. I'm not, I'm actually going to stop right there because I'm going to let you guys figure out what I'm trying to say. Okay, because it's not, I'm Mm. I'm not the only person here. There's something about Jose where I'm just like, hmm. Hmm. Did he mention anything about past relationships? Did you did you catch that? I didn't. Neither did he I. Did mention, <laughs> he did mention that his parents <laughs> divorced when he was 18 due to his dad's infidelity, which to me it sounds like they stayed married because of him. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. And his OCD is another thing that we didn't touch on. Yeah, um, it's pretty bad. Like, it's pretty bad, and let me think about Rachel, Rachel, Rachel. Her, she's the one that's kind of uh, the one I will forget this season because she's just kind of in the background. She's yeah. nothing standing out for me about her. Kind of like how Haley was for me last season, just kind of hard for me to keep a. Mm-hmm. I mean, she seems lovely, on. but like she doesn't seem bad, but she's not 
as dynamic as some of these other people. Yeah, and I just, I don't know. I don't know. I'm very concerned about them, so let's just keep them, keep them on mm. our, our hearts. Yeah, how's, how's it? we'll see what happens with that. We go back to Bao and Johnny. Um, Johnny decides to tell his dad that he's going to get married in two weeks, and there was an earlier part when he was talking initially where he was like, I don't think I should tell my dad because he'll never mm-hmm. approve of it. He decides to call his dad. I don't know where his dad is. Um, California. But Okay, so his dad's in California. He calls his dad and wants to tell him. Um, They're chatting, and then we get the black screens, which means something went wrong. Well, we don't hear them and... chatting. We just hear Johnny because I guess his dad didn't want to be recorded because we never hear him say anything. Yes. So it's we hear so Johnny weird. start the conversation, and then we get the black screen of dad doesn't approve. He declined to be filmed. And so then it kind of cuts back to, we see Johnny again, and Johnny's done with the phone call. He's crying. He says he's sad and disappointed and angry, and his dad was furious, and his dad told him this was dangerous multiple times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, yeah. You know, yep. and as we've said before, Johnny's 35, and goodness. I mean, mm. Yeah, I don't have any thoughts about it. I was just like, yeah, that's tough. Uh, yeah, that's tough, Johnny. It's fine. Let's move forward. So then <laughs> we have our group outings. Uh, the Bachelor and Bachelor. Wait, no. Is this a Bachelor trip? No. No, no, no. no I'm sorry. This, this is just, is just them like meeting up to get to know each yes. other. So they met up, I believe, with just like random. I don't think it was a coffee shop. It was just like a bar or something. Yeah. <clears throat> and so all the girls meet each other. Uh, Mirla. <laughs> I'm going to butcher her name every week. Just Mirla. Oh, Lord. Is it, what is it? I think it's just Mirla. All right, Mirla says that she doesn't make friends easily at this age. Shocker. Um, Bao says that she leads a very risk-adverse life. (laughs) I just love her. Um, And Rachel says that she gained a ton of weight during COVID, and she got out of a relationship and took time to heal, and now she's self-confident. And Rachel and Brett say they are scared about being with someone who makes them feel insecure. <clears throat> so then, mm-hmm. does Mirla say that she doesn't want kids? Or something about money uh, and children and having enough money for her lifestyle in, uh, in reference to kids? She, I think she mentions enough money for her lifestyle. I don't know. I didn't hear anything about kids, but my note is just Mirla's boring. Okay. So. I heard something about kids because she was just like, my lifestyle isn't going to change. I like shopping. And I was just like, wait, what? So, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Bao says she doesn't want someone who's over the top and a class clown. And everyone says that they're going to go for the kiss except Mirla and Bao. And Bao actually calls Mirla guarded and rigid. I was like, oof, Lord. I know. If Bao's calling you rigid. <laughs> Hello. <girl. laughs> it's um, pretty bad. Yeah, Mirla is not great. Like, I don't know why she's. The girls are having like. Well, I guess we'll see how this goes. I'm, she's the one, like, I'm really, really not feeling. But um, <laughs> the girls are having, like, really normal conversation. We get to yes, the men, and they're, yes. like, vibing. They're having. <laughs> The men were like really into their feelings and emotions. I was like, this is so refreshing. Although the first, I think one of the few things, the first thing someone says is, I don't know if it's Zach, but they were just like, it's Gil Gil who was like, I don't want an IG model. You need to have a thousand followers or less. Less than a thousand. Yeah. I was like, wow. Um, And then Jose says, I don't know. I can't even. 
Let me I see. I can't talk about him. Uh, but Johnny says that he wants someone that's super clingy. They're ordering shots. They're having a great time. That sounds um, like they're like fast friends. Yeah. Everyone's 35 but Zach, who is 27. Someone's like, oh, he's a kid. Um, Jose said he has a long list of traits that his woman needs to have, um, educated, consistent communication. Um, Johnny says this, the funniest thing about Ryan, <laughs> poor baby <laughs> Ryan, who's just sitting there like not saying anything. Yeah. He was super reserved. I was getting like, uh, who's that guy from the other season? I was kind of just not engaging the conversations. Jake. Oh, Jake. Who's, yeah. Like being a little standoffish. So Johnny says, I didn't expect that of Ryan. I did. Like, he was so sad. Like, he just comes off very, like, sad. I don't know why he, I wouldn't, I didn't expect him to be sad at that point. I mean, I understand his parents told me he wasn't normal, but. (sighs) Well. What does Johnny say? Tell us. Johnny Johnny says Ryan is, like, a weary traveler ready to find his (laughs) inn for the night. He said he's just ready to get married. He doesn't need any of this other stuff. Goodness. I was like, damn, Johnny. a weary traveler ready to find the inn for the Johnny night. Johnny needs to go sit in the corner. It's That's so nice. funny. <laughs> I loved it. I loved oh it. Oh, my goodness. Um, so then I think we move on to, I believe this is when they go shopping, right? Yes, yeah, dress and tuck shopping. Okay, I don't have much about this, so it's going to be a little Me brief. Me um, So Michaela, oh Lord, that whole crew with her, it was too much for me. I was like, this is so much energy. At probably like 10 in the morning. Um, they were shopping for wedding dresses. She looks at one and is like, ooh, business in the front and party in the back. And I'm like, girl. <laughs> she's having a great time. She's a she's lot of energy. A, I don't know. About she's having a friend. blast. Um, so, she, so she finds the dress. It was like long sleeve, I think. Uh, a little, mm-hmm. little cleavage out. She's really excited. She starts crying again. Because uh, her dad and her grandma passed away, I think, within, like, months of each other, which was very sad. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so she's in good spirits. Um, so then Zach, um, wait, who is Zach? Oh, Zach. Zach's okay. her husband. Yes. So <laughs> Zach is trying on suits, and he says he's never been to a wedding, so this will Girl, be his first. Girl, pause. Wow. And you're Not seven years of life. Nobody in your family has ever gotten married. None of your friends have ever gotten married. He said he's he's never been invited. And I was like, you've never been like a kid at a wedding. Yeah. Like you, 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 you've never, ever. He said never, girl. He said never been to a wedding. (laughs) So that was shocking. Well, what's more shocking is what he says after this, because, you know, Zach has given us a little bit of vulnerability and it, it is a little bit concerning the things Maybe this saying. is why he's insecure, because people are judging him for not going to weddings. I'm yeah. sorry, Zach. I don't mean to contribute to that. But he says that everything he does in life, he always feels like he's not doing enough. And he is having thoughts about what his spouse might think of him. And he says, what if I'm not the type she wants or what if I'm not the skin color she wants? And I was like, oh, my God, Zach. I mean, I appreciated the vulnerability, but I was also just like, I guess those, maybe those are things that we like secretly do think about. And he was just willing to like put that out there. Mm-hmm. So I actually I like. I know who told him he's not good enough. They need to be punched. But I actually like appreciate like that vulnerability. Cause I'm sure like all of us at some point are just like, oh, you know, I might not be his type or I might not be her type or, you know, whatever. So I actually appreciated that. You know, I thought it was, it was very um, humanizing of him. And he seems like a really nice yeah. guy. I just want him to you know, talk space or whatever. Um, now that we're talking about this, 
I'm a little concerned about his sensitivity because mm. I feel like he's easy to like joke about but he, he I feel like he's gonna take it to heart kind of like a Vincent mm-hmm. situation mm-hmm. because then he puts on this blueberry colored tux and I was like lord what the hell are you, what the hell are you doing <laughs> he looks silly it's like too big of course it's not fitted or anything he has his bow tie with it and it's just it's something that I would laugh at if I was your partner but I was like well you know he's already super self-conscious so you probably can't Mm -hmm. laugh about anything he does because then he's feeling like he's not good enough or like something he's doing something wrong he wants everything perfect well Uh, but probably once they've established trust like maybe he'll feel a little bit better I don't know if Michaela is gonna provide (laughs) (laughs) provide homegirl homegirl is here to have a good time oh lord I think she's gonna have to be very gentle with him in order to to hit that sweet spot. I don't think she's, I don't think her natural demeanor is going to rub him the right way. Um, I don't know, unless he's just feeling particularly intoxicated and he's like, oh, she's funny. Like, but I don't really see him joking and laughing with anybody. So, mm, I don't know. I don't know about him. I'm worried, 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 worried. <sighs> we'll see. And then we get to bow. Um, she's looking at dresses with, I think, is it her brother? And is that a friend? And her mom? It's her roommate, Van, and her mom. And is it her brother? Well, no, no, it's the a girl. Bro- the girl, but that's not her roommate. She, later on, she showed Her roommate's him- a guy. Yeah. So this must be Unless she has friend? multiple roommates. Maybe. Oh, well, that's sure. true. She could. Uh, yeah. So she's talking about, like, pants. Like, she was just mentioning, like, she might feel comfortable in a power suit or something. And I was like, what? Um, but... I think so they started trying on dresses. I don't have much about this, but I do know at one point her mom says she's pretty. Why she have to do that? <laughs> In reference to Mary Jefferson. She tries on this first dress, which is like a it's a plain dress. I don't like it. She's like, it's kind of like yeah. Marilyn Monroe, but Asian. And it has pockets. She's really excited about the pockets. Mm-hmm. Then she tries on another dress that is the same dress with like a lace detail over top of it kind of mm-hmm. also has pockets she says she's gonna put her egg rolls in there <laughs> so funny. Her, her roommate's like nothing greasy please nothing greasy <laughs> um so it's gonna have a cute little banter going back and forth and i think her mom is a little bit confused about this whole merit at first sight thing like you know you raised this great child she's successful now what the hell is she doing but mm-hmm. i mean I think that's the thing, like, her parents are Vietnamese, Johnny's parents are Vietnamese, her dad's not on board, I mean, his dad's not on board at all, Yeah. at least her mom is attending and trying to be supportive, but I think culturally it's kind of a weird thing, well, I don't know, yeah, culturally it's kind of a weird thing, I guess. Yeah. She ends up going with the second dress. We go to Johnny. He's at the Tux place. He says he's moving on, despite that conversation with his dad. He's with his friends, and he wants something flashy. He's looking at this burgundy jacket and then looking at gold vest options. <laughs> he wants to get something that's like, you know, I want to bang him is what he's, funny. the look he's going for, which I was like, what the hell? Don't get this, don't get this burgundy jacket. Spoiler alert, he buys it. Ah. <sighs> Um, so yeah, he's having a good time. He seems very confident in himself, um, which is good. I like a little bit of confidence. 
and these people. That's kind of it from them. Them like his bachelor. Well, he bachelor does say profile. he does say something because uh, one of his cousins says that you know you need to be open about expressing yourself and your feelings, and he later he tells us that his mom like didn't really tell him she loved him or showed him any affection, and so now he feels like in relationships. He's looking mm. for that, basically. So, like, he wants, like, someone who's overly affectionate and overly communicative because he, he didn't get therapy. that. Yes, as a child. And I was just like, Johnny, this is, this is okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So, that's what I got from that. And then, as you said, we move on to these weird bachelor and bachelorette parties. Are they at some sort of, like, empty, like, honky-tonk? okay so it came to me as i was watching it because i was like nobody's fucking here and i was like it's covid right Um, yeah they probably rented the whole place out yeah so it looks like the girls went on one night and the guys went on another night Mm -hmm. and it's like this texas saloon thing where people are wearing plaid and dukes and boots and stuff and cowboy hats it's very kitschy Mm -hmm. is kitschy the right word i think that's the right word um the girls go they well each person i think brings two friends i think this has to be like COVID bubble approved right whatever um and mirla's talking to her friends and she's saying she's not into bachelorette party she just wants to get married <laughs> and have a family oh, she God. doesn't i guess she doesn't know why she's there she's not having fun she's not even pretending to have fun she's just kind of like standing being boring um, it looks like the boys have strippers initially. Gil, let me see my notes. Yeah, Gil is up on the pole. Mirla's husband. <laughs> He's such a good sport. <laughs> Bless his heart. This man is up on the pole, copying the dances of one of the girls. One of the girls that's also on the pole. All these people are clothed, by the way. Gil splits his pants in the front, but he's having a good time. He's mm-hmm. he's there to have fun, which I'm like, this is gonna be a problem because it Mirla, is because your wife don't want to have fun. She <laughs> she's at a party that is not partying. Meanwhile, he's up on the stage. We see Bal riding the bull. She's having a good time. Looks like Johnny's having a good time. He's saying he's nervous about intimacy. Did you catch that? No, I didn't. There was something he said. I didn't catch it word for word, but it was like alluding to like intimacy. I oh no. Like, oh. I wonder what that's about. So we'll have to figure that out. Well, I did catch Post- that Michaela says that she will smash on the first night. I yes. was like, girl, I don't think your husband's going to want to do that. <laughs> well, you know, this kind of reminded me of Paige as well. Like talking about. Oh, stuff on no. The, remember what she was talking about? Yeah, I, do, I, do, I do. I do. I do. Somehow eating. Yeah, and I was like, it was, okay. <laughs> it was. It was. She's out there. But Michaela was drunk. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah we get to hear from Jose. His country mm-hmm. accent is coming out because he's just talking. Oh, that was a country accent? Fast. I didn't what hear did, that. What, what do you think it was? I don't really want to get into it. You don't want to say? Okay. I don't. <laughs> to me, it sounded like his little accent came out. Um, and he was saying everything he thinks about his wife, every question that he has, he writes them down. So he currently has a list of 256 questions to ask this woman who he has never met about all these things he's wondered, which mm-hmm. again, I would be terrified. <laughs> oh God. 256. Like, I mean, I love a good ongoing list. It's so bad. I like, That's like I was curious about you and I want to know about this, mm-hmm. but 256 questions, boy. Mm-mm. No. 
<sighs> Ryan says he'll cry at the wedding for sure. Ryan looks like he's um, about to cry there. Like he was just standing there. Like, oh, Ryan. This is an emotional process for Ryan. <laughs> um, Zach says he practices his vows every day, even though Aww, he's never been in love. So I sweet. He's like, I just have a lot of goals for myself. And I was like, this is... People are really different, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I agree. Every time you meet somebody, people have really quirky, like, habits and things. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We see Belle and Mac, Michaela, um, having fun with the strippers. Mm-hmm. They're having a great time. Meanwhile, Mirla is disgusted. She's like, ew. <laughs> Everyone, Goodness. everything that's happening. I know. She's not. Michaela has it. spent all her money. She's telling the boy he got a nice booty. You know, she's having a great time. Um, then she's talking. She's talking about some penis with her friends, right? Who, Michaela? Yes, it's Michaela. I think because she was saying she doesn't need you to have. Uh, oh no. <laughs> she was saying she doesn't need all the inches it just she just needs you to be able to work well with what you have but not be like daggering her um if y'all know what daggering is i guess it's like if you've ever seen like dance hall kind of like videos it's like some daggering in there it's like just very like stabbing it's like fast. yeah it's, it's like stabbing yeah yeah very sharp but very movements. <laughs> So that's what Michaela's talking about. And then she's like, well, yeah, if everything goes well, I'm, I'm ready to do it on the first night. Um, which, you know, and her friend's like, don't get pregnant. But, you know, there's like condoms in those honeymoon suits and things. It'll be well, fine. And they don't, yeah. And I would hope, you know, you just met this person. So, my God. I mean, <laughs> Zach is responsible. So, I don't think yeah, he'll. Yeah. He seems very responsible. He's not saying honeymoon baby or any of those no. wild things we've heard before. <laughs> oh, God. You know, that term honeymoon baby really took on a different tone this that season. Mm-hmm. That's not what I thought that meant, but. Anyway, Johnny, we see bachelor and bachelorette parties are kind of over. We see Johnny video chatting his friend Kim. He's talking about this clinger thing again of how he really wants someone to be all in for him before he ever expresses being all in for them, which I don't, I think that's really toxic. Mm, Indeed. (sighs) He's got some things to really work through. (laughs) (laughs) If he wasn't matched with Bao, I would be like, no. Um, that was yeah I didn't get any notes about that conversation because I was just like this is kind of brief because then Bao's talking to her roommate as well and she's again talking about being poor and talking about like nerves about the wedding did you get anything else from the conversation that she had with her roommate Mm -mm, I did not great we move on to them still (laughs) yes so it's their wedding (laughs) day um Johnny gives her well he doesn't give her this but she's given gifts I believe two gifts from him or maybe it was three um I think it's two they exchange like gifts before they meet each other yes yeah and so did you catch the gift that she gave him yes so she she gave him a card and uh Johnny was really tickled with the card because there was a with sympathy card like something happened um (laughs) yeah (laughs) it was like with sympathy and it was kind of like uh, it says something. Oh, she said, like, I inhaled a cheeseburger while writing this. Can't wait to see you at the altar. Like, that was the gift? Sweet. Was a card? No, that was 
part of the package. Oh, so okay. and then the rest of the card was like, I hope you have support of your loved ones during this difficult time or something like that. He found it very hilarious. <laughs> um, so he caught the joke. And then she gave him like a groom survival kit with like a, I think it had like a flask and it had a pair of like tiger socks that he said he was going to put on for the wedding. Um, but he was like really impressed with the gift, felt like it was nice and funny. And he was like, she has a sense of humor. I really like that. Blah, 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 blah. Well, and then, go ahead, the, take it over. On the opposite <laughs> side. Ooh, okay. So Johnny got her two gifts. One is a picture frame or just maybe a frame. It's like a um, collage, a frame collage thing. Yeah, well, but it was a collage of words where it was just like, you're about to marry a stranger. It was really weird. And she was yeah, just like. Yeah, it had like, like a letter board in the middle. Yes. <laughs> It was strange. And she was just like, oh. And then he apparently got her two jerseys. I think one might have been, I believe it was red. So I guess that was what the, um, what's the basketball team for Houston? Oh, I thought they were both Astros jerseys. Oh, or maybe it is Astros. Okay, yeah. Um, he, but she, I think he's, he got her a home and a weight, a home and an away jersey. He mentioned yes. it in his lo- novel that he wrote in the card. That and she, was, she also was so upset, you guys. Like, she yeah. was furious. She says, and I quote, I wanted a brilliant mind. Girl. A, no- <laughs> a Nobel Prize. <laughs> She's not into sports and she wanted a nerd. And she says the gifts are a huge red flag for her. So she was just sitting there for like what looked like a couple minutes, just being like, "This is a red flag. This is a red flag." <laughs> she says she was utterly disappointed, and also when she opened up that collage, she was like, "The lack of detail." Ooh. And that thing, because she read the she read his note first, and his note was like really long. Mm-hmm. And in his note, he mentioned his love of sports, and he mentioned put. He said, "I added, I put a home and away jersey with those gifts." And that's when she was like, oh, shit. So even when, yeah. by the time she started to open up the first gift, it was already mm-hmm. it was already bad for And her. I mean, and I do, like, that picture frame thing was so fucking weird. So, like, I get being, like, a little disappointed. Like, oh, my God, yeah. come on. And I then with wanted the, the bracelet. And then with the jerseys, like, I'm not a baseball fan, so I would have been like, I don't know what to do with. Sports is always tough, is a tough gift to give. Because as we saw last season, when mm. fucking Haley gave him that fucking Bama sh- had i was just like what the fuck so we're just assuming that everyone's a bama fan like it's just sports are tough okay sports are sports tough. are tough i guess like johnny was thinking like they'll watch games together or go to games together and it'll be a fun thing for them what to if do, she don't which like i think it. was Haley's same sentiment but again you know what teams people like and exactly you know how into it it is and sports it sounds like it's very polarizing for bow because she was like i don't do well with guys who like sports nope no nope, yeah nope. she must have clearly Run had now. Some, some issues in the past you know it's okay bow it's a new day um goodness it's not a new day <laughs> so, then, so then she finally makes it down the aisle she looks up she says oh my god i know him it's johnny um apparently she never thought it would be him um, so when they get up there, it was actually very cute. Um, she seemed happy. She looked like she wanted to run initially. Initially, she was just like, oh, my God. But then once she got up there, they both seemed like pleasantly pleased. Um, mm-hmm. So I didn't catch much about either of their vows. I think. So I had a poom in my notes that yeah. she like wrote him a poem. She wrote a poem. He read some vows and he was kind of like. Um, ad-libbing a little bit in his vows because he wrote them as if he never met them, mm-hmm. as if he never met her. Um, and so I guess, let me see. 
Yeah, they end up actually kissing at the end. He says, "May I?" She's like, yes, a I like bashful. that. Yeah, and then they do it, and Johnny is like the happiest married at first sight person I think he was ever very seen. excited. Um, and then he kind of he was like, explains. "It's done. I'm locked down." Like and he explains the thing. Yeah, and um, I feel like there was something else though. I feel like I'm missing something. Uh, oh, this is what I wanted to mention. So they say her last name, but they don't say his. Did you catch that? I didn't think that was her last name. I thought that was her whole first name. Oh. But maybe it is her last name. I don't know. Well, because she just had two names and they just said Johnny. So I was just like, yeah. this is weird. Yeah, I did um, catch that, but I was I didn't think it was her last name. But. Yeah, that was my only thing. I was like, oh, okay. I didn't know if like maybe they couldn't say his last name because his dad was like, how dare you forsake me? So I wasn't sure. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Um, I don't think that. Well, I'm hoping not. Okay. Okay. I just wasn't sure. Um, so then Johnny explains that he is extremely happy that it's Bao, and apparently their their paths crossed in college. Um, she was the Vietnamese Association president at U of H, which is University of Houston, and he was the same at University of Texas. Um, and I think he calls her like beautiful and sexy or something. Like I was like, oh yeah, he was like, I always <laughs> thought she was like beautiful, but like I never thought about getting with her. And right. she says Johnny was a playboy. <laughs> like, well, damn, Johnny. <laughs> but then you she know. calls him suave and handsome. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's why he was a playboy girl. But I don't blame her. If I would have been in college and saw somebody who I thought was like attractive, and they were like, right? I imagine being a playboy. I wouldn't talk to them either. I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. You're, you're for the streets but <laughs> i don't know but she does say despite his gift um mm-hmm. she's gonna kind of give him a chance and she knows he can dig deep when need be right so i think that really helped the, like knowing him reassured her mm-hmm. and then they talked about both wanting to have a tea ceremony for the parents because you know they're both vietnamese mm-hmm. and they kind of bond over that. He looks like he's in love already. Girl, he he's is like, this in, made sense. He he's is so excited. He was like, she's so interesting and down to earth. And blah, blah. I was like, man, he, yeah, he knows love. her already. <laughs> and she's like, well, they talk about swiping on each other on, mm-hmm. on the apps. And she's like, well, I always put you in the maybe because I would feel bad if I swipe left on you because I know <laughs> you. So it sounds like their circles have been really connected for a long time, but they've just never actually yeah exactly taking the time to get to know each other which i feel like this is good this is mm-hmm. i think this is a I good i mean i was pleasantly very surprised because they both really just seem to really like like each other yeah like i, I mean and again like well. to your point like if there was someone who like i was kind of eyeing like in college but didn't like do anything and then i look up and they're there at the altar i'd be like oh okay <laughs> like let's might not see. be so bad yeah like, let's see how this goes so i'm pleasantly yeah. very optimistic about the season i think it's going to be a really interesting season um yeah. and you know hopefully it's not the train wreck that season 12 was yeah i hope not i do think bow and johnny could potentially be a really big success especially because 10 years ago when they were in college they had similar interests and both decided to be presidents of the same organization. Mm-hmm. So then that tells me like you guys are like-minded, you know, yeah. you're kind of similar. Um, so we'll see. Some of these other couples I'm really not sure about, like Ryan. Well, some of these other people, Ryan, mm-hmm. Mirla, um, who's that other person? 
the girl Jose. Jose and Rachel. So we might have well, and then we also have Mac and Zach. So the next episode should be very enlightening mm-hmm. on on I these agree. predictions. Yeah. But now that we're done with them, um, let's go ahead and cover Katie and yes. week seven with her. And this will be a really quick sort of commercial. Oh yeah, let's do that. Okay, well, guys, we'll be back in a few <laughs> to cover the Bachelorette. All right, guys, we're back with The Bachelorette. Um, so this is week seven. We're down to seven guys, and hometowns are coming up. Um, mm-hmm. So everyone's feeling the pressure. Um, we get a date card that says, Greg, let's see oh, if wait. this can really work. Is can there I some... say something before that? Sure. Okay, just very briefly. So Katie starts. She's talking to Caitlin and Tasha. And she says, I don't really know who my top four are. She doesn't know if she wants to get... She says, I have two one two one-on-ones this week. And I'm not sure who I'm going to give them to. Do I give them to the people who I've already spent time with? Or do, do I give them to people who haven't had time yet? And out of the um, people there, Brendan hasn't had time yet. And Mike P has never had a solo date. Um, so this is actually like the first time we hear Brendan talk. And he's... Um, well, I feel like that's the first time we've heard him talk. But he's saying how important it is for him to get a one-on-one this week and blah, 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 blah. Okay, go. Date card. Okay. So date card comes out. Greg, let's see if this can really work. So Greg gets the date card, which is interesting because this is his second one. Yeah, Greg had the first date card, right? Yes, he did. He had the first one. So this is mm-hmm. his second one. Um, Greg is like, I'm so excited. Opportunity to really build on something. And then Blake is saying that he's extremely jealous he doesn't think that the connection they have, she has with someone else, but a second one-on-one can get that, can get someone there. Um, so mm-hmm. all the guys are kind of just like a little bit upset. And then we go out to Greg meeting Katie, who's wearing a green t-shirt and some jeans. Mm-hmm. Um, and so <laughs> then we flash back to the guys again. And then Michael A is talking about how he's a single father and how he takes care of his in-laws. And he would, you know, want to see how Katie could accommodate those things, which I thought was very interesting. Because I was like, Michael A., you shouldn't be here. Okay? You shouldn't be here. (laughs) Um, So then we get to Katie and Greg. Um, Katie says that last week was the hardest week for her. uh, But she chose Greg this week because she really likes him. And so she said that this date will focus on, you know, things that make her think of home because she misses Seattle. And it's called Katie's Place Park. Katie's Katie's Place Market, which is supposed to be like mm-hmm. a little play on words for Pike's, for what is it called? Pike's Place Market. It's yeah. Pike's Place Market, yeah. Um, this setup is awful. Like, I just, like, they have no money, obviously. <laughs> the budget, y'all. So I don't know why mad. the budget is so low. This show's been in, in like, production forever. I mean, right? I guess they had to pay off, I guess, um, Chris, I suppose. Um, but I mean, damn, I guess this is tough. Um, so she's yeah. like throwing him a fish. It's so ridiculous, you guys. They're throwing fish back and forth. It is pretty whatever. It's pretty They're awful. eating, shucking clams, eating clams. Girl, clams in making, Arizona. I mean, or New Mexico. <laughs> sitting out in the sun. I, <laughs> I guess it's <laughs> cold though it should be cold i don't know lord Um, they're making bouquets with the flowers they're just i think so sad production sets this 
production sets this up and they're like, okay, now go play. Girl. And just whatever happens is the, is the date. It's very undirected. We're doing Katie's kickoff, which is like they were playing football in some field. <laughs> okay. okay. Greg's happy, though. He's happy to do anything. He's happy to be here. So then we uh, get to the evening date. Um, this was a really interesting conversation because she says that she's concerned about him because she sees how he gets during the group dates and she doesn't think he feels confident about their connection. And he says that he feels insecure in this environment. And he said his sister says that's the most unattractive thing about him uh, because he was bullied. And apparently that's shaped his relationships um, because of that. And then he also said, you know, since his dad died a few years ago, he doesn't really let his guard down with anyone. And he's had weak moments and been scared, but he thinks she's been incredible and he feels very lucky. So then she says that she's happy to hear that um, because he also says that he's falling in love with her. And she says that this gravity that tugs me towards you every time I see you and I'm excited about that. <clears throat> and then she says she's falling in love for him. There was a whole banter about for and with. And I was yeah. like, this feels strange. This was just her spitballing, trying to figure out what to say. It was interesting. So then they walk outside. There is apparently Seattle rain because, you know, it rains mm. a lot in Seattle. So there's this like genetically, um, I guess, manufactured rain that's coming out. I guess it's just the sprinkler system because they don't have a budget. <laughs> and then they go out into the rain and kiss. Yeah. In the meantime, all this is happening. We do get a shot of the guys mm-hmm. in the hot tub where Brendan is again <laughs> complaining about needing a one-on-one. Like, really who are you, Brendan? <laughs> he's saying, I don't want to go into hometowns not having a one-on-one, which is very presumptuous. But <laughs> he's saying he doesn't want to go into hometowns without having one-on-one and not knowing where he stands. Um, the other thing that happened was we got to see Michael talking to his baby, baby James. Baby James says he's doing okay. And, you know, Michael's like, I'll talk to you soon, buddy. And he's kind of choked up because he's been away so long mm-hmm. from his little boy. Um, so I do get to see some of that sweet moment with them in the middle of this date because, you know, production just has to edit stuff in. Right. And cut and splice and cut and splice. Um, but, yeah. And then I guess we come back to Brendan. Or Brendan's again saying it's do or die for him when the next date card shows up. Yes. And if you're not on the date card, then you get a one-on-one. If you're on the date card, you don't. Who's on the date card, Tamara? Tell us. Tell us. So, date card is Justin, Andrew, Blake, <clears throat> Michael A., and Brendan. And then the and Blake read this with the most dramatic Girl. <laughs> Blake is a fool. Blake was like, true fool. Justin, Andrew... <laughs> So then the date card says there is an art to love, love Katie. And so that means that obviously Mike P gets the one on one date. And so Brendan is furious. You guys like he is. He wants to know why he's still here. He leaves. So he leaves. And the camera follows him up to, I guess, Katie's room. So how do they know where Katie's room is? I think the production told him. I think they were just like, Katie's up there. You want to go talk to her? And he's like, yes, I want to go talk to her. So then he knocks on the door. She answers and looks actually quite confused. Um, and so, because she's wet. I think she literally just, she must have just had that date. Because, like, her hair, like, it looked like it had just oh. been dried. So I was just like, well, damn. Like, you couldn't even wait. Um, hmm. So then he's like, I, you know, I need, to, I need to speak with you. I need to talk to you. Um, and he's just is like, why, you know, I, I just don't understand. Like, why I haven't gotten a one-on-one date. And 
He says that he has emotions as well, and he's feeling very upset because he's the only guy without a one-on-one. And he says he knows he has a lot to offer. His family would love her, but he hasn't been able to tell her any of this because he's never had any time with her. And so she says that the first night she met him, he was so bold and intentional, and she says she felt a connection with him. But because of hometowns next week, she doesn't think they will get there in time. And she doesn't think it would be right Mm. to make him go through this, you know, when she knows she's not going to choose him, essentially. So he's leaving. Um, So he grabs his suitcase and he knocks on Blake's door. I guess they must be close. I don't know. Um, But he tells them that he's leaving and they, you know, kind of dap off. and They're like, all right, cool. And then Blake tells the other guys that Brendan is gone. Mm-hmm. Nobody seems super shocked. Nobody is sobbing no. like when no. Connor left. Um, <laughs> no, I did exactly. notice that. They were just like, oh, well, you know, cool. Like, it was quite the um, difference in reaction when Connor, yeah. you know, left last week. I guess they have no more one tears thing, left. One thing I did notice, okay, so I'm not sure if this is normal with this franchise, but each is each each person has their own individual room and then they just get together in that group room for filming. Is that what's been happening? Oh, I think so. I think when they had more people, they had roommates. But then I guess as it dwindles down, maybe they all have their own rooms now. I guess I assumed it was like a house situation like some of the other reality shows where like everyone's staying in the same place. Oh, well, it has um, been. But I think because of COVID, okay. maybe now they have to have their own rooms because of COVID. I don't know, but because they have their own rooms and because, uh, you know, if you just walk down the hallway and go to somebody else's room, mm-hmm. I was like, we're probably missing so much that's not being filmed with Blake and Katie sneaking over to each other's rooms. Oh, absolutely. You're right. They're probably yeah. having so many sleep, but you just go down the hall, like, get, like pretend you're going to go get ice from the ice machine and <laughs> pop in for a quickie. I don't know. True. But that, I don't know. That was a thought I had in the midst of that. We get to go on the group date with these, these gentlemen um, I guess Katie's recovered pretty quickly. She wasn't, she was also not crying when Brendan left, which, whew, Brendan, I don't even know how he made it that far. Me either. It was just by the grace because like, who are you? He should have never made it that far. No, never. In the first place. But I don't know why she was keeping, I never saw him talk to anyone. So. Me either. I mean, he must've been talking to Blake since he went and told him. That's so why I was like, are y'all close? I don't know. I it guess. was strange. So the group date is art date they go up they're looking at these flowers that look like vaginas (laughs) um and then their task is to create a piece that reminds them of katie so everybody sits down gets to work with their paint and their canvases and for some reason michael a has clay um not sure what's going on justin we got if you guys remember from early early on when we first met the guys he's actually a painter so this Mm -hmm. seems like this would be right up his alley but for some reason, in the middle of this date, Katie is kissing Andrew. Did you see that? Yeah, it was strange. It was really, it was like really weird. She just like started making out with him in front of, like in the middle of the date while the guys are doing little projects. Mm-hmm. Um, so all in all, Michael makes a clay booty or like the backside <laughs> of someone. The guys mm-hmm. say it looks very muscular and doesn't have likeness to Katie, but Katie says <laughs> she likes it. <laughs> She's like exquisite. (laughs) (laughs) It's interesting. Justin paints his typical rose that we've already seen him paint. And then he just does like some symbols and stuff around it. (laughs) It's weird. (laughs) Like some 
stick figures and words and oh gosh it's it's not what i respect from a painter at all you could have just left the rose and it would have been better yeah um andrew calls his piece sushi and it's like his mouth a large a large rendering of his mouth and like a piece of sushi or something he says katie mm-hmm. and i both both love sushi blah 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 blake painted something completely inappropriate that had to be blacked out i'm like which... what was it though I meant to Google it and see if we could find Blake's painting. Okay. If I find um, it, I'll put it on our Instagram, you guys. It was basically uh, inappropriate sexually. So I'm thinking maybe like a penis in a vagina or something like that. Because it was completely blacked out. But yes, if we can't find it, someone find it and send it to us. Because we want to know. <laughs> yes. Really want to know. So that all happens. We transition into the evening date. Katie's wearing a pink sequin dress. She mm-hmm. starts off with our number one, her number one. Blake, Blake tells her he's not in love, but says it's inevitable, which I was like, ooh, wow. that's bold to say right before hometown. Blake is I'm a bold man. Like, he's feeling Girl. so confident in himself, so they must be having sex, you guys. It's like, he is so confident. I mean, he, he, yeah, he can, he can do that because he's in the driver's mm-hmm. seat. She exactly. listens to him. Um... So, yes, that happens with Blake. She says she struggles to, she's struggling to embrace her feelings for him since he was a late starter. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. She talks with Justin, kisses Justin, kisses Justin, kisses Justin. Meets with Michael A. She says she thinks about James a lot um, and wants him to know that each time she gives him a rose, she's giving James one as well. She talks about being a stepmom. <laughs> Michael's kid. I was like, what? That's his son name james um so michael says that's like the best thing to hear that you know we'll just figure it out which is kind of what katie says kind of the same thing to everybody in this sentence in this Mm -hmm. sequence where she's talking about the future and she's like i can't wait to see like what happens with us we'll be okay she's like reassuring people um she meets with andrew s he says he's falling for her and she's like yeah i'm you know totally happy to be considering a future with you mm-hmm. she kind of says she's down for whatever michael gets the group date rose um with his he has like a cow neck turtleneck on which again leads me to believe it's cold outside um but she puts the rose on him it's great happy happy joy joy and then we go to Mike P's one-on-one. Do you want to take that one? Yes. yes. There's so, lots to cover there. They are with Cuddle Queen Jean. Um, oh, my goodness. <laughs> and so they change into some comfy clothes. Um, already, he says he's uncomfortable. Um, and she's basically going to put them into some poses to where they'll, you know, just kind of cuddle and just get, you know, more affectionate with each other. So they are cued into a hug, and they both start laughing. And so Jean says in her like talking head that usually when people are laughing, it doesn't mean that it's funny. (laughs) It means that it's awkward. Um, And so they kind of go into some poses where, you know, they're kind of hugging or being close and like there is no chemistry. Like it is it it looks uncomfortable to me, at least. Um, And so they're kind of lying down, just like looking at each other. Not really, actually. She was looking down. And he just says that he would never want to break someone's heart and that he doesn't envy, you know, the decisions that she has to make. And she kind of just looks down. So then we go back to the guys. You know, Blake is holding court. And Blake says that he doesn't think Mike is coming home. Mm. (laughs) He says that, you know, Blake is like, Katie loves, like, shit like those are dates. Like, she is someone who is, you know, not like Mike P. You know, Blake says that Mike P is by the book. 
and Katie is the opposite. And mm-hmm. so Andrew S. actually comes to Mike P.'s defense, and he's like, well, he's just saving himself. It doesn't mean that he doesn't, like, want sex. Um, but Blake is still just like, look, like, they're just completely different. Well, Blake knows Katie. Girl, obviously. hello. In and out. He knows her. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> Did you catch Mike P. talking about his mama on, like, the monologue? No, I didn't. And that's weird. Okay. I think production was trolling because. Oh, Lord. He says, he starts off, he's like, Katie's a nurturer. And that reminds me of my mom. My mom was a nurturer. And then, like, we keep cutting in and out of, like, the same talking head or this, like, I guess they pulled him aside. Mm-hmm. But we keep cutting in and out. And he's still talking about his mom. And he's like, my mom used to, um, like rub my head and it would just you know be so comforting and i just fall asleep and he's oh, like my God. mom my mom, my mom it's weird <laughs> but i think production is trolling this to make it weird because he's like yeah like my mom it's just goes oh, no. on and on and on throughout the whole scene which is when it starts getting because like once cuddle queen jean walks off and they're still like doing these positions in between like them showing us the different positions they're getting into we're cutting to mike p talking about his mom and i was like this mm-hmm. this isn't going well because he even says, I'd rather have my heart broken than break someone's heart. And she's like, geez. And I was like, oh, oh, that yeah. wasn't a good geez. We knew it wasn't, it wasn't going to end well. So then I guess they like breaked or something or like maybe she went to the bathroom or something. I and so think she was supposed to change clothes. But it looked like he was in the same outfit. He was in the same outfit, but he was like, I guess we're going to go eat now. And he's like talking about the <laughs> next Girl, steps. Katie, she starts crying. <laughs> She's literally she's crying as she walks back up to him and she says that she had an amazing time with them and she can't deny that today strengthened them. But bigger picture, she just has stronger relationships with the other guys in the house. And so he just leaves. I guess the van was just sitting there waiting until they finished, I suppose. Um, and so his luggage yeah and so he cute he it cuts to the guys um i don't know who told them i think maybe production told them that he left but the guys are oh, like wow when they got the luggage the guys were sitting in the room and his yeah, luggage yeah, yeah, is like yeah. at the front and yeah so they just came and grabbed it and they were like <gasps> yeah so they didn't get a chance to say goodbye to him or anything and so he just leaves in the truck so yeah there's that mm-hmm. um so then we get to the roast ceremony. This was a very dramatic roast ceremony, you guys. So I'm going to try and get all the comings and goings correctly. This is the thing. The roast ceremony <laughs> is when you're supposed to eliminate people. Now, Katie's just kind of broken bad. And this, like, we've already lost two people so far going into the roast ceremony. Exactly. And so we only have one person left to eliminate because Greg and Michael A already have roses. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're down to Blake, Justin, and Andrew. And oh, uh, so there's only two well, roses left to give. Um, so mm-hmm. Blake gets the first rose, and then yep. Justin gets the second rose. Were you surprised? I was. Um, I actually, I, I actually thought like Justin that much. Yeah, I thought she would have chosen Andrew over Justin, which leads me to think that like, is there something that we're not seeing? Because even afterwards, like she, you know, apologizes to him because I think he looked shocked as well. Um, and so they're both, you know, crying and she's just like, I'm sorry. You know, did she say why? I don't think so. She just kind of asked to walk him out. And then on the way out, they stop at some little room and sit down yeah. talking. There's crying. But it wasn't much he of like, it wasn't much of like, hey, you know, my thought process was this, that, and the other. So then he no. leaves 
And then I guess she's just like, pro- you're amazing and blah, yeah. blah, blah, that kind of stuff that she says. Yeah. So then a producer comes out and she's just like kind of freaking out. And she's just like, I wasn't fully confident with that decision. I don't know what to do. So she's kind of like pacing around. Um, and it's strange. So then the next day she's in her room and she says that she misses him. Um, and she just, you know, feels, you know, she just is having a lot of feelings about his, him leaving. So then he comes back into the room. So I guess he didn't. Yeah, he leave. shows up um, with a camera. Yeah. And so I'm very confused. He says that he had time to think and he wanted to leave her on a good note, smiling. Mm-hmm. And she says that saying goodbye to him was really difficult and it wasn't an easy decision. And even up until the last second, she was super unsure. Um, so then at some point he's like, all right, well, I got to go. And so he leaves again, but he left her a card. So then she reads the card and it says, if you change your mind, I'll be waiting. So then she like walks down to find him. Well, I'm sorry. She runs down to find him. And then she says, is there a way if you would like, would you want to stay a little bit longer? Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me fill this in a little bit. Um, so, yeah. He, she reads the, the note that he left her, which is kind of like a date card. She runs out. The music starts. There's this orchestra in the background. <laughs> he was like... <laughs> like, it was just like music There's was cameras. swelling. <laughs> yes, that's exactly my note. Swelling orchestra. Um, oh, my There's God. a camera following him. There's cameras following her. For some reason, he takes the stairs. And so she's like, I don't... Where did, which way did he go? Where did he go? And she's at the elevator. She goes down the stairs and she finally catches him. She's like, Andrew, and this is the scene that they teased uh, a yeah, couple times. The, like, yeah, coming up where she runs and jumps, in, yeah, jumps into him. She's like, I just want to give you a hug. And <laughs> my note oh. says, this music is doing the damn thing. Goodness. <laughs> that was a lot. <laughs> I was like, I, I couldn't even hear them. I know. She's like, I just had to see you. And she's like, I just had to see you one more time. So they're like looking into each other's eyes. And then she's like in a very shy voice, meek voice. If there's a way to stay a little longer, would you want to? You can say yes or no. And he's like, well, I actually, I feel hurt in this place. And I was like, you, yeah, you tell her. He says he doesn't want to go through this again. He wants to be chosen. Um, And she says she understands that she walks him out to the same truck and um for some reason they're kissing again which yes i don't know why besides her initiating and saying one more kiss <sighs> what did you think i thought it was mess like <sighs> it was just so ridiculous and like it just showed her immaturity because i'm like you just eliminated him so like what are you doing like, it just didn't make any sense to me. And then the, the comings and the goings and do you want to stay if you want? And I'm like, if he wants, like, do you want him or not? Like, you already eliminated Girl. him. I was like, hell yeah, Andrew, don't let her play with you. Why yeah, it was just weird. It was just very strange. <sighs> so yeah. that was kind of it. Really off, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was just like, <laughs> I don't understand. And honestly, like, her choosing Mike, was it Mike P.? Or my gay. Like him, I, well, I don't really get yeah. it. Like I, I don't understand like what the chemistry is there. Like I feel like she had so much more screen time with Andrews, and like I just I'm really this is the one where I'm truly confused. Yeah. Yep. I mean, but 
I'm not sure he would have won in the first place. So well, yeah, yeah, obviously he probably would have went home eventually, which I think was the best thing for him was to just go ahead and stay gone. Um, because if you weren't going to, she didn't choose you. You're right, she didn't, mm-hmm. and that's the way her heart feels. So even if you say you're going to be waiting, I don't know if he'll really be waiting on her. Because no, he's not. She waiting. didn't choose him. Um, so yeah, that was good. Looks like next week we have the tell all coming up. The men's tell all, which. These men are catty, mm-hmm. so I'm sure to be juicy and whatever. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll see where that goes. Yeah, we'll see, you guys. Um, mm-hmm. So thank you for, whew, man, thank you for hanging in there with us. Um, yeah, it was a lot we're, to cover. We're gonna have to try and figure out how we're gonna cover both of these um, shows. But honestly, it looks like the Bachelorette is about to end shortly. So. That's what I was thinking, but I was like, they have the tell-all, we have hometowns, we have fantasy suites, just actually pick somebody, and then they have the after the rose. We have, like, five more weeks with them, I think. Yeah, yeah, and y'all know Meredith for sight. I mean, that's definitely not five weeks. I mean, it's going to be five weeks of us getting through the wedding, so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's going to be something. Um, did you have any recommendations? Because I, I do not. <laughs> okay, my only recommendation, very brief, um is never have i ever which is on netflix it's a coming of age tale of an indian american teenage girl named davy um the second season just came out and that's what i was trying to watch until i realized i didn't finish the first season yeah. so i'm re-watching the first season because it's, it's really interesting i just started all of it from from episode one um but it's so funny it's about this girl like i told you her name's davy and she has these two friends. They're trying to have sex and boyfriends and just mm-hmm. kind of grow up and things like that. But because she's Indian, she's ha- uh, her mom, I guess, is wanting to ad- her to adhere to her Indian culture. It's inspired by Mindy Kaling's own childhood. So if you guys know Mindy, she created the show. Um, super entertaining, very funny on Netflix. Recommend, recommend, recommend. It also has, um, it's been rated well, scored well by like people critic people like Rotten Tomatoes and things like that it's been reviewed well um so I would say watch that if you have time it's the episodes are only about 30 minutes so super super bingeable um and light not heavy that's it for me okay well Mm -hmm. I guess that concludes our episode this week um if you guys are not please follow us on Twitter and Instagram I'm going to try and post those tweets, those really strange tweets uh, from Andrew, because it's not, it was just weird. But again, this is probably the mind of a 16 year old. So who knows what he was thinking? Um, but I'll try and nothing. post that. He was thinking absolutely nothing. Never thinking about being on TV. Right. Just oh, his life. I'll post those and then something else I wanted to post. Um, but yeah, you guys, I think it's going to be a really exciting season with Marietta for sight. The Bachelorette is kind of heating up, although we all know she's going to choose Blake. So Stay tuned for, you know, more shenanigans and happenings from us. And this was great. All right. See y'all next week. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye.